This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire DC Absolute. Hell yeah. Holy crap, this is amazing. ready well so we got an email hey our first email not our first first legit email yes it, our first um non-random uh yes r2d2 press release email okay um so, do you want to know who it's from, or do you want me to read you the email, and then you can guess who sent it? Go ahead and tell me who it's from. Okay, it's from our buddy, Dewan. Okay. Um, he says... This should be good. Ready? Ready. Did he tell you he was sending an email, or no? He said that he thought about it, so... Oh, okay. Ready? Guys, I currently do not read DC Comics. If I wanted to start reading DC Comics, should I start with Doomsday Clock? It seems like a good book. <laughs> oh, Dewan, my answer would be, if you're going to wait and start with Doomsday Clock, start with Doomsday Clock next year. Or... He could start with Doomsday Clock now because there's not going to be so many issues that he's got to catch up on. He's got plenty of time to read them when he's reading all of the other stuff he reads. True, true. <laughs> yeah. If so, if if Doomsday Clock is his Fourier into DC Comics, right? right? And obviously, we know how that schedule is. <laughs> yeah. So once he gets caught up in two days and he's waiting for the next issue to come out. Right. What would you suggest? Hmm. That's a good question. Because there's a bunch of stuff I would suggest, but it's like 30, 40 issues in. And I don't know how much of a time sink he'd really want. Or, like, how much money he'd want to drop to catch up on something. I mean, he's a collector. Yeah. Um, of, a, of a dead universe, so. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, I would probably steer him towards Red Hood. Because I think he'd like it. Okay. You know, but, I mean, now it's, what, 31, 32 issues in? So. Yeah. See, I would steer him towards... Towards what? I'm assuming you're saying Deathstroke. You kind of cut out. Yes, Deathstroke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that's another one. But again, I think that's 40-something issues in. So. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I mean, shorter stuff. I would probably push him towards American Carnage from Vertigo. Or, yeah. or um, Gail Simone's Plastic Man, 
know, six oh. issues, quick reads. Yeah. I'm not sure if you'd like it though. Well, that's and true. I'm not saying uh, uh, just what I know that he likes. I'm not sure if he would enjoy it as much as we did. Well, wasn't he one of the last people we know that was still reading Faith? Well, I mean, he was reading everything from there, so... Right. I mean, to me, Plastic Man seems like it's on the same level as Faith. You um, know? For him? Yeah. Because it's definitely no. not for me. No, 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 no. no. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, like, style-wise. I, I would almost put it more like Quantum and Woody. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. It's a good Quantum and Woody. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the Asmus stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. I could see that. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, he's he reads a lot of stuff that, like, it's really hard to pin down what he would like. That's I true. think. Yeah. But one thing he might like is this new Tom Taylor book that um that's going to be coming out soon that I yeah. think I think you read about it. Oh yeah. And I'm pretty excited about Deceased. See, it it's like a wordplay already. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's anticipation out of 10. That's like an 8 out of 10 for me already. Well, you throw in like the post-apocalyptic like zombie stuff. Yeah, I mean, for me, you mentioned Tom Taylor, and that already makes it a must-read book. Well, yeah. Um, but I, I'm very interested in the story. So, yeah, I mean, this one, I I don't remember when it comes out. I think maybe May. It comes out in May. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. Really looking forward to this one. Uh, I'm. I mean, the art from what we've seen. Did they announce who the artist well. was on this? I think it's Trevor Hairston, right? It's Trevor Hairston. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like everything that I've read that he's worked on. I've enjoyed his art. So. Speaking of Valiant. Yeah, that's the only thing that I remember. I know he's done a lot more stuff since then, but... Yeah. Because that was Divinity, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, But, I mean, the premise is interesting. That there's, like, a techno virus or something that just, like, you know, rips through humanity. And it's, like... I don't know, like a tenth of the population gets infected by this thing, turning them into just like nonstop killing machines. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost like whatever kills the DC universe. Mm. Yeah. I'd say. It's like a play on that, but it's going to be... <clears throat> Tom Taylor had the tweet of the week already and the week officially just like when he tweeted it out was that when the guy 
said just make it better than Injustice. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, well, here, here, I got it pulled up, so I'll okay. read it, okay? Yeah. This is great. And the Twitter handle for the guy is Sum Ting Wong. And he tweeted at Tom Taylor and said, just don't make it as bad as Injustice. That's what it was. <laughs> Tom, quote, commented him back and said, noted, I'll try not to make it as bad as our Injustice series, the number one best-selling comic. And then, in quotation marks, actually, Injustice was tame compared to this. Yeah. Means that... If we thought Injustice was awesome, this is going to be. Yeah. Or, tri- mean, or triple awesome, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, honestly, I have no idea. But, I mean, a- anyone who's listened to this show knows what the two of us felt about Injustice. So, if you're going to give me <laughs> Injustice on steroids, yeah. I mean, it, written by the same guy that wrote it, I mean, that it's a no-brainer. There, it's, I am, I am in before. I mean, like I even read the description of what the book was going to be. You know, exactly. the, I think actually the first thing that I even heard about this book was that tweet from Tom Taylor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was the first thing. I'm like, what book is he talking about? And then I had to follow back through the the Twitter conversation. I was like, DC. Well, I know he's what been teasing this? it for for like the last couple weeks. Yeah, and he's been foaming at the mouth to like spill details there. Yeah, mm. see what I did there? Foaming at the mouth. I don't Zombie. get it. Does zombies really foam at the mouth? I mean, I haven't really personally seen a zombie close up, but I assume so. Well, see, if you haven't seen a zombie, then you don't know what you're talking about. Hypothetically, so. I bet they would. So, settle down, Beavis. <laughs> well, that's one news that we're super excited about. Yes. You got some more news? I thought you had some more news. No, I don't have you any You said you emailed them. I what? Emailed no. them to yourself. Yeah, I can only find that email. So, okay. maybe Martin's, so, yeah. Martin's email thing where he only checks his email once every seven years. Maybe it affected my email server at home. Then let's see. I'm trying to find it because there was one. Okay. I'm Bruce Wayne. Oh yeah, I guess there was the um Last Night on Earth. Yeah, the changes of of the Yeah. That was the other one. Which is kinda ironic, right? Because the last two episodes we've been talking, we were talking about. about. Yeah. Yeah. So instead now of Batman waking up in a desert with the Joker head in a jar, he wakes up in Arkham with the Joker head in a jar, I think. What it's going to be? I think I that's think what they said. The format of the book. It's gone from like the larger format that Batman Damned was to just like a regular comic. A regular oversized, or no, it's no, no not longer. an oversized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering if, if it wasn't cost effective for them to do, the oversized printing. 
And you're right. So instead of him, Batman wakes up in the desert with the Joker's head alive in a jar. It's going to be Bruce Wayne wakes up in Arkham. Yeah. Young, sane, and he was never Batman. Right. And I, I believe the premise was he killed his parents, which is why he's in Arkham. Uh, let's see. The DC landscape featuring a massive cast of familiar fate. As he tries to piece together the mystery of his past, he must unravel the cause of this terrible and future track down the world that he knows. So it's kind of like a mystery if he did or not. Yeah. And this is by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Yep. Yeah. For some reason, I thought that that was the book that Azarello was doing, but I guess he's doing a different one. Maybe he's doing the one with Constantine. I, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he is. I mean, that oh, sounds... Yeah, I mean, this... At, with this book, at least we haven't heard of delays. Thing would be... <laughs> Brian Edward Hill tweeted out, remember? Oh, yeah. Talking about how he was only going to do a couple more things and then take a break. Yeah, from comics. But I, I sent you his stuff. Yes. Yeah. And he said, oh, you guys can't get rid of me just yet. Still got stuff to do. Yeah. Got announcements coming. So, and uh, speaking of Brian Edward Hill, I believe that the Batman and the Outsiders was finally resolicited, and that's also going to come out in May. All right. So the last three things that we've talked about is coming out in May. I'm telling you, somebody... Someone listens to this show and just Long they're like, oh, these guys are talking about this book. We should probably do something about that. <laughs> and also, along with the newest, the Doomsday Clock will come out in May as well. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure a bunch of episodes <laughs> of Doomsday Clock will come out in May. <laughs> um, I know there was one more thing. Is it like how Clocks? Aquaman made another whatever and it's I think it just trails Wonder Woman as the DC Universe's domestic movies now maybe yeah I don't know it keeps that movie just keeps oh I know what it was I know what it was okay um DC announced that Jimmy Olsen the we're in the Jimmy Olsen series by Matt Fraction Fraction and Steve Lieber yeah so that's kind of cool. Yeah, that one came out of nowhere. That was like on Nick's wish list, wasn't it? it I don't remember. It, like, Matt Fraction's really hit or miss for me. That sometimes, I mean, like, I either really love the book or it's just like it's just not for me. But, you know, I mean, I'll give this one a shot because I give everything a shot. And, I mean, it's Jimmy Olsen, so I'll read it. <laughs> See, I wouldn't say that Fractions hit or miss with me. It's either a hit or a home run for me. See, I mean... or really like it. Well, a few of the books that he's done, um, like, I mean, they start off great, and maybe six to ten issues in, I just start to lose interest. If that makes any sense. Makes sense. Um... 
Yeah. Like, um, I, I don't know. I couldn't get into Hawkeye. That yeah, I love one. that one. And I don't know. I don't know if it's because, like, at the time it was coming out, there was the um, the Jeff Lemire Green Arrow stuff, which I like yeah. really loved. So I couldn't get into another Archer. If that makes yeah. any sense. Um, what's the other one? The Image Book, uh, Sex Criminals. Sex Criminals was the one that I liked, but it, it fell off after like volume two. Yeah, that that's another one. Like at first, I was like, "Wow, this is a great idea," and then it by I mean, I guess it was maybe I, I don't know how long, and it was probably about maybe eight to ten issues, and I was just like, "Wow, this is just bizarre at this point," and I don't like I'm no longer following exactly what's going on, and I don't know if I care to. Like um, the concept was cool, yeah, but it's like how long can you run that concept type thing? Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think what else he's written. He did a bunch of Uncanny X-Men, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think what he wrote for that. He did. Was he doing some of the Dark Avenger stuff? Um, he did the Iron Fist that was really good. I never read Iron Fist. I think he also yeah. wrote Punisher stuff, too. War Journal, maybe? Uh, I, would ass- I would assume that this Jimmy Olsen book is going to be like Hawkeye, though. Why would you say that? Well, I mean, it's either going to be like Hawkeye, where or, it's like, or it's not going to be like Hawkeye. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is like a realistic take, kind of. Okay. Like Hawkeye, or it'll be fantastical, weird, like sex criminals. See, but like Jimmy Olsen's just a kid, you know, or like a guy. He's college not... kid. Yeah, I would say. You know, he's not like I, I don't know really what they're gonna do with him in this. I mean I didn't read any description, but it, it I'm gonna be curious to see how he goes about having him interact with everyone else. Right. You know well, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean it'll be interesting. Man, I can't think of what Dang. the heck the other image book he did was. One more thing that I think is pretty cool. Okay. Um, it's not really comic. Re- I mean, it is comic related, but <clears throat> the Batman black and white statues, the nine inch stand- statues that go for like three, four hundred dollars. Yes. Walmart is has an exclusive deal to put out four inch statues of them. Now, is it four-inch versions of the nine-inch ones? Yes. Okay. And and this might turn some people off. They're going to be like in a package. So it'll be like a grab bag. Yeah. But they're also not going to be a $400 grab bag. Exactly. <laughs> could, you ima- could you imagine? <laughs> Here we have these four hundred dollar statues that you randomly can get. So collect them all. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I was trying to find the release because there's uh there's gonna be let's see starting at the end of this month. Okay. 
Um, there will be the Jim Lee one, the Bruce Tim one, the Amanda Connor, and the Darwin Cook one. Okay. And those are all Batman. And then, like, in March, then, like, the Frank Quitely, Robin, Frank Quitely. So it goes all the way till May, I think. Okay. To and get them all out. Is it four a month? Uh, yes, I believe it is four or five a month. Okay. And you got Jason, like Batman by Jason Fawbuck and Batman by Patrick Gleason. Right. So, and then like in April, it starts uh, Harley Quinn by Bruce Tim, mm. and Robin by Frank Quitely, and Batman by Mike Allred. Your you favorite ARJR. See, this is why I'm not going to buy them because I'll get like, <laughs> I'll go in and buy five statues and I'll get five of that one. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's cool. I mean, I'll, I'll you know, I'm like, art era type thing anyway, so I kind of like the grab bag, but I know how it works too. Yeah. Like, there's always going to be <clears throat> that one, like you said, like the JRJR one that's going to be the common one. Yeah, but I mean, if they don't come in a box and it comes sort of bagged, you might be able to feel <laughs> that yeah, at true. least you're not getting the same one. I know at um, at Comic-Con this year, one of my son's friends was looking for, I forget what show or or whatever it was. He was trying to find a specific keychain, and he was literally standing at this one vendor feeling the little packets for like 10 minutes and saying, oh, this one's this guy and putting it down. Oh, this is this person putting it down. Oh, this one I don't have, but it's not the one I really want. And he put it like on the other side. He went through every single one. And like not even joking, he bought three of them and it was a three he said that they were going to be. So, yeah. So I'm like, holy crap. So, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Maybe they were Star Wars things now that I'm thinking about it. But I honestly I don't remember what it was. But yeah, he I mean, it was it was unreal. He was just like, oh, I need this one. I don't have this one. And I was like, oh, this is the one I want. He you know, buys it. <laughs> I mean, they were like two bucks a piece. Right, and he yeah. bought it and opened the thing up, and he's like, yeah, I'm like how the hell? And his dad was like, yeah, he he knows what these things are. It's like that's unreal. So when these things come out, I'm going to have to show him pictures of them, and then bring him with me to Walmart. Say, can you work your magic yeah. for these statues, tell, please? Tell me which statues are which, so that I can get the two that I really want. Right. Huh. Could be like I know Jay tries to uh, <clears throat> for the nine-inch ones. Oh yeah, which I, which I've gotten two or three as well hmm. for these statues and bargain hunting for like trades and hardcovers. It's two totally different ball games. Yeah. Well, how much did so, you say these were? They were going to be only like five bucks, right? These are like five bucks. Yeah. So I haven't talked to Jay about it that much, but I'm assuming he's in on these. Yeah. I mean, my guess is you could probably buy a box of the the boxes and, you know, assume that you're going to get at least one of each four and then try and sell the rest. Right. But 
who knows? I, you know, I don't know how it's going to work. And again, I don't have a Walmart anywhere near me. So. Oh. I'll well, just buy see. your doubles. <laughs> see, then it works out for both of us then. I'll just go and get like two boxes. <laughs> and then yeah. I, I will videotape myself opening them up. And then I can put it on YouTube so other yeah, people oh can watch me. <laughs> you know what? Not even joking. You will make a billion dollars doing that. Yeah, probably. All you have to do is paint your fingernails and talk with like an accent. Yeah. And I mean, my kids will watch that for days. Change my name to Garstall. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> It'll be nuts. Like, I, I don't get my children that, like, they will... I mean, not so much anymore now that they watch people play video games on YouTube. But for, like, the first year that they knew what YouTube was, all they did was watch unboxing videos. That it's like, here's someone unboxing, you know, Imaginex toys. And it would be, like, yeah. stuff that they don't even use. It would be, like, Shopkins. <laughs> and they're, like, they don't even care at all about them. But like it's just someone opening up this thing of them, and they had to watch it, and they would they watched it for hours. I'm like you guys, like you only get video games and YouTube on the weekends, and you're wasting your time watching these videos. Uh, well, and you know, I used to give Austin grief about watching YouTube videos that recaps like arcs of comics. Mm. Yeah, but that's kind of cool, though. Well, I mean, like I said, I used to, but then I'm like, this certain podcast, and it pretty much does the same thing. Yeah. I'm not watching the video. I'm pretty much listening to two dumbasses talk about it. Oh, wait. <laughs> it's kind of like what we're doing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, I, I could see how that would be more useful. That you know, yeah. at least like it gives you some information. Like, say you pick up a, a bunch of comics and you read it, and you're like, "Hmm, I wonder what happened before this." You can find a video that just it. kind of, oh, is it? Because I think we went to like a con. I don't remember if it was Planet Con or most recently Cave Con, mm -hmm. and like they had these either arcs or sets or trade paperbacks. At a mall three, and they were like dirt cheap, mm. and like he went ballistic nuts, <laughs> you know, and uh, ah, disposable income. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I don't remember which one it was. Maybe it was a Batman story arc or something. Mm. And he was like, "Well, I wonder what happened before that, or after that, or whatever." Speaking of Batman story arcs, did you know that they wrote a novelization of the Court of Owls story? Oh, I was um, my kids for Christmas, I guess it was, got Barnes and Noble gift cards, and yesterday we ended up, we finally had a chance to take them to go spend their gift cards, and you know, I mean, my kids as we were walking towards the kids section we of course pass you know the manga and the graphic novels and everything so oh. both of my kids go right to like Batman and Spider-Man stuff 
but it's all it, of course the ones that they all picked up were completely not age appropriate for them <laughs> but as as we were walking past i saw there was a court of the owls book but it didn't look you know like a graphic novel sized and I picked it up because I was very curious because it also did not have Scott Snyder's name on it. I, I forget who who was the writer, but they made a novelization like based on the comics. They sure. they wrote a book. Yeah, I I didn't pick it up, but I'm like seriously contemplating getting this. So if anyone listening has read it or heard anything about it, let me know. Um, because I'm I'm curious. I wonder if, like, that type of thing is, like, on Audible. No? Oh, maybe. I didn't even think. It'd be kind of cool, too. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Hmm. No, I, did, I, I knew that they did with some of them, you know? Yeah, honestly, I, I had absolutely no idea that they did stuff like that. You know, I mean, it well, reminds me when there, when movies used to come out before, like when movies weren't always adaptations of books, and they would be like, "Here's the novelization of Empire Strikes Back." I'm like, "Oh, I'll read that." Yeah, like, yeah. Star Wars is what I was gonna what I was gonna say with, but you know, that had their had its own like expanded universe, but right. One thing that I did know, comic-wise, that they did a novelization on, but I can't right now. <sighs> Maybe The Walking Dead. Maybe. Okay. Anyway. Hmm. So, um, speaking of Walking Dead. Okay. You, um, you watch Doom Patrol? I've watched Doom Patrol four times. <laughs> <laughs> Good man. <laughs> I I'm still trying to get my wife to watch Titans. Okay. <clears throat> um instead of watching Titans, I mean she's on vacation this week, and instead of watching Titans, um she has watched the entirety of the office for like the fourth time. Yep, sounds familiar. Sounds yeah. familiar. I'm like how many and literally today she watched the finale like when I got home from work she had watched the finale and as soon as the finale ended um cuz I hadn't seen it since it aired on TV so I was like oh, I'll sit and watch a little bit of this and then I got up to do other stuff and I came back in the room and you know what she was watching the very so first episode of the <laughs> <laughs> like what what is happening I'm like Umbrella Academy's on Netflix and that's really good I'm like you know, you still haven't watched the new season of Travelers on Netflix, which is really good. You got Titans. And she's like, no, I'll just watch The Office because I can grade Blake papers. Class. Yeah, I mean, she she doesn't need to concentrate on it because she's like grading oh. stuff when she's doing when she's watching it. So that's why. Melissa's excuse to. Yeah. It's like, so that's the reason why you've seen Breaking Bad the whole five seasons. Like, <laughs> 80 times. times? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't she also watch Sons of Anarchy a lot? Yep. And then I got an angry text because Netflix pulled it. Oh, did they? Huh. Uh, why? I don't know. But well, I mean, they you know they cycle stuff 
in and out. No. But it was like the worst day of her life type thing because that was like when Opie died and she was like getting ready to watch that episode and the character, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Did she watch Mayans or no? Tried. Oh, man. It got really good towards the end. Like it started off okay, but by the end of the series, it, it got pretty good. But it's new, Aaron. You can't watch new stuff when you can rewatch the old stuff like hundred times. <laughs> Come guess. on, I guess this is true. You got. Does that mean she's not going to watch the new Breaking Bad movie? Oh no, I've already. She's already talking about that. <laughs> but, so go back to Doom Patrol. Yes. Um, that's what really matters. Doom Patrol was very good. Um, upon watching it a second time, I have decided that I like this first episode more than I like the first episode of Titans. And I very much liked the first episode of Titans. Yes. So would you say that because this is new now? No, I was thinking about it. And I think the reason why is because it's like the second series that that they've done so they were able to um anything that didn't quite work with titans they were able to avoid with this if you know what i mean i mean not not like anything was like a huge miss with titans but i think like the production team kind of had it together a little bit better because there was, you know, one show under the belt of the DC universe. Right. So I think that's pretty much the only reason why. Um, I Also, I really enjoyed the way that the first episode of Doom Patrol was structured, where you got, not everybody, but at least three, three or four or five. Or four. I guess Crazy Alice is the only one that we didn't... Yeah, crazy Jane. Uh, crazy Jane. We didn't get. We didn't get Crazy, crazy Jane. Yeah. She she was the only one that we didn't see. Jeez, I'm thinking of Howard Stern. Um, she was the only one that we didn't get like her backstory. But everybody else, you got it throughout. And, and the way they did it, where it wasn't like all origin stuff, like it was intertwined very well with with the current day stuff, and it it flowed great. And one thing, I think more so than Titans, and I mean, as big a fan as I am of the characters in that show, one episode of Doom Patrol, I already care more about most of the characters. Yes. And for me, like, everything was fresh and new, I guess. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's more so why I liked it more because I've read some Doom Patrol but but not a lot yeah that's I, I'm with you also because I, I didn't go back and watch the first episode of Titans but I went and watched the Doom Patrol episode of Titans okay you know what I'm, I didn't... Re- I'm really glad that they ch- changed Chief yeah Dalton so yes He's pretty much gold and 
pretty much everything he does except for James Bond. But <laughs> I, honestly, up until this, my favorite thing that he's done is probably Hot Fuzz. <laughs> well, he was uh, in Doctor Who for two episodes too. So I stand by what I said. No. <clears throat> um. Yeah, but I'm trying to think. Bre- Brendan Fraser was excellent in this show. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's it's funny. He's one of those actors that would do like anything he's done, he's always been fantastic in. Whoa. Even though even though I haven't seen I'll preface this. I have not seen like his kids movies, the George of the Jungle stuff and and whatever. But okay. I mean the the movies that he that you know we all know him from i mean even encino man was entertaining but mummy yeah the mummy movies were great you know are you kidding me right now no those were fun they were fun movies were they excellent movies no but he was great in them okay this is probably the the favoriteest thing for me airheads okay Airheads and the Sino Man, I'll give you. <laughs> really enjoyed him as Robot Man here. Oh, absolutely. So, and and I really liked how because this almost okay. Like I said, I went back and watched Doom Patrol. Um, Titans episode, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I lost train of thought. Mid- so, Titans Doom Patrol episode comes way after this. Okay. Just I mean, because, you'd like, assume it would have to because they're all there. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I, I'm saying like it should come like way after this, not like and or you know even now, season two. Now, do you think it comes way after this, or do you think it comes in the middle of this? Shouldn't come in the middle of this. Why do you say that? It's the way, like um, how Larry and Robot Man are in the Titans episode. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Titans episode not so much Larry but Robot Man is in grips with who he is now right he's still he's still not I mean he more so is than what we saw like in the first half remembers everything yeah so I would assume that that's still going to take some time to play out. I could see that because he's like Beast Boy's babysitter, right? In that episode, and Beast Boy's been there a while. Yeah, but so. you know, I mean, the only reason I say that it might be in between is because, I mean, like fifteen years passed, right? From yeah. Yeah, when sure. he got there. To yeah. the present day stuff. It was in the, that funk or whatever. Yeah. 
but I mean, you never know. It, it probably is afterwards, but. Oh uh, yeah, there's no argument that it's afterwards for sure, right? Hmm. Right. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, there's no like the Beast Boy episode, Titans episode is after the first four, six episodes. I would, I would assume. Yeah. We're at our peaceful time when Beast Boy shows up. Right. Yeah, I I had to go back and watch that again. But after watching that, like, like I said, the guy that played the chief in that episode mm-hmm. was great. But it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. Like I think, I think in the Titans episode, he kind of made the chief more like um, a mad scientist type Mm -hmm. as to where like this version, he's more of a compassionate everybody type. Right. It's, it's like when, um, what's his name? When Richard Harris died and Michael Gambone took over as Dumbledore in the Harry Potter movies. There was two Harry Potter or two Dumbledores. Yeah, in the movies, the the guy that was Dumbledore died after they made the second one. Okay. So for the last six, it was a different guy, and he was okay, but it you know the I first, like Spartacus too, right? The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what's really sad about Spartacus? I can't even picture the guy that was on the first season of the show. Like at this point, really? yeah, it's so weird because like even. When I watch it, when I watch the show, I'm like, crap, I forgot about this guy. But, like, anytime I think about it after the fact, it's always the second one. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I always think about the first guy. Yeah, I mean, and he was great, too. Because I kind of, like, like tuned out after. Mm. Because, you know, we had the first season, and then we had, like, Season zero, basically. Right. Yeah. Season three, which would technically be season two. Yes. Season three, but in the timeline, it would be. Yeah. Yeah, Cinemax did that with a bunch of their shows. They yeah. did the same thing with Strike Back that you have, like, there were like two seasons, and then there was like the the prequel season. With Rick from The Walking Dead. And I didn't know like, he was on it. Yeah, just, just the first year. Um, the first, well, the prequel year, and I think he was in the first episode of the first season, but it like explains stuff with him. And then it jumps back, and it's, you know, more of the, you're just like, why did they go out of order? Like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very. One of the things that I absolutely loved, 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 loved about the Steam Patrol mm-hmm. was the villain was the narrator. The whole yes. Time. Yeah. And the the interesting thing with that is because he's narrating everybody's stories, huh? as the episode goes on and the characters start to tell their stories more, you're finding out that like half of the stuff he's telling you is all bullcrap. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, Al- Alan Tudyk is fantastic. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, like- I think I think his casting is one of the best things that they did. Um, next to Brendan Fraser's. Yeah, I mean, look, everybody that's been on the show so far has been great. Um, even the the girl from Orange is the New Black that took me until the Did second time I was watching it to realize that's why I knew her. Yeah, me too. I'm like, she looks so familiar and I can't figure it out. But yeah, I mean, everyone on the show is terrific. And she's hot. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. Like I was like, no, I know. But I was like, she looks familiar, but she looks hot though. So I shouldn't remember what she was in, right? And then yeah. like, she's not so much in Orange is New Black. Well, I mean, she's in prison. That's Orange is New Black, so it's like Glamour Prison. Come on. Yeah, and and she was one of the girls doing the makeup tutorials, the prison makeup stuff, when <laughs> yeah. they had the phone. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, but like everybody. I mean, I think, um, you know, and I mean, it's hard to tell with, uh, with, you know, Matt Bomer, because he's all bandaged up, but like, he was fantastic in the the flashback scenes, and I mean even even when uh, Brendan Fraser was just doing the voice for Robot Man, like he the emotion and everything with everything that you know he was going through and and whatever, he like man he was fantastic in this. He better win like Grammys for this. He's yeah. so good. He's gonna get music awards, and he should at least get. An Oscar or two. Yeah. Give him a Tony. Just give him everything. It's like it's a grabby, right? <clears throat> yeah. We'll give him a Brexit. I mean, we'll give him one everything. So, yeah. So, that speaking of grabbies <laughs> and the villain narrating everything, right? Yeah. Opening scene within like three minutes. He's out in the. Out in the right, out, you cut the out pool. out out in the pool shed. Yeah. Okay, so did that is that really going on, or was that like um, tension of it? No, I think it probably was because I mean it did keep happening. You know, he did have to reconcile with the wife. That keep happening. Yeah, at the hotel or whatever. I thought that was just some random lady that he picked up after he won. No, it was the same girl. The the nanny. Oh, she looked hotter the second time. <laughs> I mean, I thought well, it was the I same. Hear, yeah, I thought it, I thought for sure it was like a, a different one. No, I don't think so. I think it was Giselle. No, I think it was her because the remember the one guy was like, how'd you get her, you know, your wife to let you hire her? Yeah. I I think it was because basically they were having an affair the entire time. Well, who knows? Well, yeah, I knew he was having an affair then. Right. But no, I think I think he like, was exclusive with the nanny. Which I also thought was kind of funny how when she comes out like yelling that the daughter's crying. 
and like somehow they're yeah, fully, see, that's fully dressed and <laughs> he comes from the other yeah, side. He, he, he already fine. went to the house and got the kid and like, yeah. It looks like they're both showered and dressed. <laughs> Just like, how did that happen? But yeah, I I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I'm wondering, I believe in the comic books that it was the chief who was kind of responsible for everybody's accidents, turning them into who they are. Okay. I'm wondering if you think that's going to be something they get to on the TV show, or if it's just, you know, they're, they're just who they are. Well, seeing the trailer, Nick becomes cyborg. Don't, I think it's 50-50. Hmm. Interesting. I say that. I'm say Beast Boy. It was his fault. It's Beast Boy. Okay. Because he injected him with the serum or whatever, remember? Right, right. Saved Beast Boy's life, but also turned him into himself or whatever. Right. But then with Vic, he gets the explosion because he's fighting with his mom in the kitchen. Oh, that, what? <laughs> this, did you see that part? Oh, you have, you, no. you still didn't watch the trailer, did you? No. I I also I have the edited version of the trailer that has no cyborg. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> weird. I got so. these cyborg size cutouts that. In every conceivable position, so it just blocks him out from the show. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I recommend getting some. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Buy those, um, the surprise packs of Batman statues. I'm yeah. sure <laughs> yeah. that they're cyborg ones. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> I'll get the Teen Titans Go ones, too. You know what, they though? Have. My kids would appreciate that, so you can send me whatever, whatever of those. I don't care. Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> this makes me okay. So when we watch Titans, okay. Obviously, we're both huge fans of Teen Titans. Yes. All right. So when we watch Titans. After I watched Titans, I don't know if it was because I read a lot of Titans, but after I watched the episode, I didn't want to go back and more about it. Okay. Or read issues, I guess. But like after I watched Doom Patrol, maybe it's because I haven't read as much Doom Patrol. Like I read the Young Animal series. Okay. Then sporadically, like when they showed up, and older stuff, but never an actual, like, full-on series. Right. I actually wanted, like, got the itch that I wanted to go back and figure more about Larry or Rita or, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, it's one of the, um, one of the Grant Morrison things that I actually really enjoy. And that's what um, our Grant Morrison lover friend 
that was like his favorite run of Doom Patrol. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's very Morrison, but it's not Morrison, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, honestly, like this universe mm-hmm. or this team would be like right up his alley. So yeah. that does make sense. Yeah. It's um they're like crazy without having to be rooms crazy. Right. And I mean like I didn't read all of it. I I've read bits and pieces of of the run. Um but what I've read I enjoyed. And it's definitely like you said it's something that I would definitely go back and read just because I'm enjoying at least at this point after one episode. I mean I enjoy the characters a lot and it's definitely something I would try and get more of. Um, you know, I mean, honestly, it's the same with Umbrella Academy. I never read it, and the show is awesome, and I already bought the first trade, or the first volume, I guess. So I'll be going back and reading that after the fact, and I'll probably do the same with Doom Patrol. See, I have the Umbrella Academy in singles and in digital, mm-hmm. because I absolutely love it. So I think that's why I'm dragging my feet on watching it. Oh, Okay. Yeah, the the really first enjoyed the comics. I I didn't look past the first volume, but it was on sale for like four bucks on Comicsology. So I was like, mm, yeah, I love the first the first couple episodes that I watched at the time that I had to buy it. Okay. <clears throat> um, the other only other question I had for you about Doom Patrol because it is a more obscure. Um, a more obscure comic, you know, thing. Do you think that it's going to get, um, you know, the reception that Titans did where, you know, you see like a lot of people talking about it? I think it'll get reception because of how much controversy like Titans started. Okay. Oh, people get to it, but I think with this episode, people will go in and either check out early, or they'll end up watching the whole thing and loving it. I don't think there will be a gray area. Mm. See, I I think the one thing that this show has going for it is that it does have more known cast members that you know there are people that will specifically go out of their way to watch anything like Alan Tudyk is in you know Brendan Fraser hasn't been anything he hasn't been in anything in a while that I can think of you know and I know people of our age kind of grew up with him in movies and you know on TV stuff and whatever that they'd be like holy crap I gotta watch this you know I mean Timothy Dalton's another one Matthew Bomer's another one um I just forgot. What was Matthew Ballmer in? He was in, um, he was on the, like, he was on Chuck for a bit. He was in, um, uh, one of the seasons of American Horror Story, I think. He was in. Maybe that's what I remember him from. He was on White, uh, what was the show on USA? Oh, yeah, he was Donovan. Okay. 
Yeah, he was on on White Collar on USA for a while. Okay. He was on uh Will and Grace. I never watched Will and Grace. Well, I I I'm just IMDb, so. Oh, okay. He was on that uh the Elisa Dishku show. I can't think of what it's called. Um True Calling. Oh, yeah, True Calling. Yeah. You know, like okay. and and more recently he was in Oh my god, what's the movie with Channing Tatum where he's the stripper? Chick Mike. Yeah, he was in those movies, I think. Okay. So, I mean, he's he's been in a lot of stuff. Okay. Um even oh, what was the girl? Um Yeah. Alaska girl. About? No. Rita Farr? Yeah, I forget what her name is, but she's been in a bunch of stuff too. I think she was in um, April Bulby. Yeah, I, th- I want to say she was in one of the Broken Lizard movies, um, Slam and Salmon, the one where they work at the restaurant. And she was on um, Two and a Half Men a lot. Which I never watched that. <sighs> and How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Yeah. You didn't watch that either. No, no, you? I watched that one. Okay. Yeah, so, but yeah. I, you know, overall, like the people on this are people that, you know, you've seen places. I mean, Titans, mm-hmm. pretty much everything on everyone on Titans was brand new. Yeah. So, final thoughts on this for me. Mm-hmm. I can't say how much I I really enjoyed the first episode of this. Right. Because I don't know about you. Also gave me hope for Swamp Thing. Yeah, seeing Titans, I was like, ah, how are they going to do Swamp Thing? Is it going to be cool? You know, type of thing. Mm-hmm. But then seeing them do this, and I'm like, hell yeah, they can do Swamp Thing. Yeah. Because just same thing. I mean, it's Swamp Thing, but a huge household name either. Right. And I, I think that they, the effects in this look a little bit better than the effects on Titans. Okay. I, don't, I don't know if, um, you know, because Titans did well or, or whatever, if they started giving this a little bit more of a budget to work with. Okay. But, but there were times on Titans, I mean, some of the Beast Boy stuff and, you know... I guess some of the fire effects and whatever was Starfire. Like it, it looked like it was put on top of things instead right. of interacting with things. You know? Yep. This, at least in this first episode, there mm-hmm. was nothing that like looked out of place. Cheesy, really? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's still early. There could be, <laughs> there's still plenty uh, of time, but. Oh, yeah. But, you know, in this one, I thought, you know, when when Rita was losing her shape, when, um, you know, Alan Tudyk showed up on the bus and he was, you know, like partially there with, you know, the stuff with, um, you know, even the car crash scene. Yeah. Well, I guess both car crash scenes. Um, like er- everything with it looked fantastic. Um, and... And just before we wrap it up, I did run a Twitter poll. Okay. About the Doom Patrol episode. Okay. The four choices that I put up was 
Doom Patrol Episode 1. Better than Titans Episode 1. Just as good as Titans. Not what I was hoping for. And I'll watch it again. Again. And with 56% of the vote, uh, Better Than Titans Episode 1. One out. Oh, second. Uh, second with 44% of the vote was just as good as Titans. Okay. Yeah. And nobody did not like it that voted in this poll. Oh, that's promising. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't wait till next Friday. And I actually, I actually think the fact that they're making us wait for episodes, like we've talked about it before, I, I kind of like it. I mean, as much as I enjoy, you're going to give me a whole season of a show at once and I can just sit and watch it. I think a lot of the suspense and tension that kind of gets built up by giving you sort of a little cliffhanger teaser at the end and then you got to sit and wait for a week. I I kind of like that that's still on a TV show. I think it's awesome. Yeah. So if um if you've got nothing else, I guess I can wrap I this up. Um, thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the Absolute DC Podcast. If you would like to get in touch with me on Twitter, you can at Aaron S. Bell. I'm at RobBar316. The show is at DC underscore Absolute, and you can email us at AbsoluteDCPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, again, if anyone has read or heard anything about the novelization of the Court of Owls or other DC storylines, um, send me a message because I'm very curious. And thanks for listening. And that's a black girl.